You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Ramban versus Rambam. Last week we spent a lot of time on the Rambam and trying to figure out uh, from a number of statements that he made, especially one of the strong last ones, what was his attitude towards uh, the idea of trusting in God, of faith, as opposed to doing everything that was possible in terms of the, the best medical care and the most up-to-date and really reliance on, on the refuah. Uh, the Rambanic has a very strong difference of opinion with the Rambam on this. He does not quote the Rambam as his target. But as I mentioned last week, Rav Lau and others have already put, have highlighted this Ramban. And I think we're going to, uh, but I want to start with the less drastic part of the Ramban. I want to start with the part of the Ramban that puts him in the company of the other doctors and the other postkin. And then we'll talk about the part of the Ramban that seems to be hovering away from what we would think is correct. And I want to try to give you what his background of why he says what he says. So let's start with the with, with what's considered perhaps uh, not so uh, difficult and, and, and actually important because the words I'm going to read here are the basis of the Shulchan Aruch and the Hilchot and Yeridea of the laws of Rafua. The Ramban wrote a sefer called Teiras HaOdom. You can see here, Teiras HaOdom. Teiras HaOdom is sort of like the Ramban's work. Uh, I would say it's probably his one of his great works. It was a work that wasn't trying to defend others. He wasn't trying to be Mefarish, uh, the Chumish. He wasn't trying to necessarily explain the Rif or put together things in the Gemara, he, the, he felt that he had an idea of taking a person from the beginning of illness through maybe recovery, but not necessarily, through death, involvement in death, Aveus, and then the last part of the book is the part that most people know about, is where he talks about the world to come, the world after death. And the name of the book is called Teiras HaOdam, Tarat HaOdam. And uh, it was a book that was not published until the 16th century, but we know that the Rishonim used it, and we know that the tour based his halachos in, the, in Yeridea, in this area, on this book of the Ramban, Teiras HaOdam. So the Ramban, let's start the, let's, let the Ramban start us where we left off last week. And we made a big deal about this last week, for those who didn't remember, uh, about Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Kiva, where, what's the importance of this drasha? It was a drasha that was introduced, uh, it's introduced twice in Shas that we looked at last week. Once it was introduced as sort of like the opinion of the third guy, of the third one. But then, as we went further in the Gemara, we saw it was an opinion that everybody seemed to agree with. We saw the opinion again being quoted by Abai and Brochos. So it's an opinion that, that must be going counter to something, and yet it gained acceptance. Um, uh, Charlene asked us last week, she had a problem with the, the, the statement, because it says, It should be a mitzvah. The rofei should be doing the mitzvah of, of refuah. Not that you can go to a doctor, but that the doctor does something that's crucial and you must see him. You can't just let yourself be ill. That was Charlene's question, essentially. The Ramban is actually going to talk about this, but he quotes the drasha. Now, the first point of the Ramban is, what do you mean, Rishus? Why shouldn't he be a healer? So he says, Shema, Yomar, Rofei, Mali, Bitzarazeh. We got a couple of doctors listening here, and sometimes I'm sure they say that themselves. Mali Should I really do this? Maybe I shouldn't. Shema etaa Because what I'm doing could kill somebody. Because I am making an incision. I am going inside of the person. I am doing something, taking something out. I'm I'm giving him something. It could kill him. 
The Torah says, even though normally we don't do things that could possibly danger someone, do no harm, the Ramban is realistic. He knows that you're going into an area where you could end up being the direct cause of that person dying. The Torah says, do, you can do it. In other words, the Ramban is asking, normally stay away when you might be hurting someone. The Torah gives you rishus to do it. Okay. Now the Ramban asks, he found the Tosef and Babakama, which is, of course, the, the parak that this begins. Yeah, since I can control this now. Rofei Uman. Not from Uman, from where they're going for Rosh Hashanah or not. But Ro, an Uman who's a Rofei, a one who's a, a, a real, and the Ramban is going to talk about what that means. Sheripe Bershut Bet Din. Now this is a term I wasn't that familiar with. And maybe you weren't either. Betin gets involved. Now, it sounds like, now you could say, when does Betin get involved? Like in the case we talked about last week, Clay versus Liston, a person attacks someone, a person is hurt. So Betin needs to say, okay, we allow a doctor to come in. But I don't think that's what it means. I really think what it means is that it's a very strange thing. Most people don't know this. But Betin was sort of like the governing body to allow people to act as doctors. As Bezdin was in charge of the community. They're in charge of people's tzedakah, whether people get tzedakah, whether people have enough food to eat. They're also responsible to make sure people are, are, are taken care of. You need to, now, did everyone on the Bezdin go to medical school? No, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how they knew that you were up to snuff to be a good doctor. But there was this idea of getting a badge, getting the, a, a, a right from Bezdin to do it. Okay? So let's read it. Sheripe Bershus Bezdin. Vehizik. Now, this doesn't just mean Vehizik. This means something went seriously wrong. The patient is dead, doctor. The patient didn't make it. You're going to be surprised. I think some of you are. Hareze Gola. That doctor needs to go to your Miklat. Now, um, the Ramban doesn't delineate it. Rav Lau and others say maybe it's only, there's no din of a, of a goel adam here. It's not like he must run to your miklat. It's a din shamayim. But the, the long and short of it is that man has killed. And it sounds like this, he's going to be practicing and he ain't practicing in the big city anymore. <laughs> he's practicing somewhere else now. So the Ramban says, So you see, we punish the guy. So now the Ramban's question is, one Brysa says that if you kill, you're going to go to your Miklat. So why does the other Brysa say you should do it? You have a to do it, Right? If it's true that you're going to to, to to be to go to your miklat for killing someone that you got involved with medically, then maybe why did why did why do we even let you do it in the first place? So the Ramban says, Harofe Kedayan. A rofe is like a judge. A rofe is like a judge. Mitsuviladon. And if you are a judge and you've passed through the, the learning and you know what you're doing, you know how to do it, then you have a, you need, you have a mitzvah to be a judge. You can't just say, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm too much of a, I'm an on of. No. Mitzvah ladon. If you have the capability, like Moshe Rabbeinu, and the people that Moshe hired throughout history, you need to act as a judge. Klal Yisrael needs you. Now, im hoda. Let's say you never found out. So God has no complaints about you. Even though it turns out that you were wrong in what you prescribed, and the reason the person died is because you infected him or whatever it was, God, after May of Esrim, doesn't say, you're a, you know what, you killed that guy. Because we know, the Gemara says, by a dying also. Some people say, I do not want to be a judge. Chavetz Chaim, for example, did not want to be a rov of a city. Are you surprised? He, it's not like he didn't have a chance. He actually was a rub for about six months. His yurt site is tomorrow. It's tonight, by the way. The Chafetz Chaim's yurt site is tonight. 
and many people are making a big deal about it, which they should. I think it's his 87th uh, yard site, I believe so. I don't know, I think something like that. But anyway, the point is, is that um, the, the Chofetz Chaim uh, was, was for six months or eight months a rub of a city. And a rub of a city meant he had to really get involved in, 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 in Psakim and things like that. And um, then he stopped. Then he, um, he refused, uh, he, he resigned. And for the rest of his life, he was a Rosh Hashiva. He did more for Psak Halacha than almost any person in the last 150 years. But he was not a practicing growth. Paskening, sitting on a bezden. Didn't happen. He didn't write Shilas and Shubas for him. Which he might have been, which might have been his life, and there's a story behind it. Um, there's a story behind it, and um, he did not tell his family about it. But once his son-in-law was pressured because his son-in-law didn't have the proper parnosa, and wasn't able to make a living, and uh, uh, they were matziyah to him to um, to become a rov. So he went to ask his father-in-law, Rabbi Yisrael Meir Kagan, the Chavetz Chaim, if he should do it. So the Chavetz Chaim said, I'm going to share with you a reason why I stopped being a Rav. But I, I'm only telling you this, Almanas, you cannot tell this story until I'm in the Olam Emes. Because I don't want people to know about it until I'm, I'm gone. And the story was, and I know I've whetted your appetite a little bit already, so it's not fair for me to skip the story. But the story had to do, and I'm, I'm going to compress it quickly, the story had to do with the fact that there was a shaykhet that um, had, like our case here, it turned out that he had um, not been careful in his shechita, and there was problems in the shechita, and because of that, um, he was... Uh, taken off from being a shaykhet until he was able to prove that he would uh, he, he he regretted what he had done and that he had and they they would watch him shecht again. But he had been Michael Trefus because he hadn't been careful. So the Chafetz Chaim paskin that he can no longer be the shaykhet and it was a very strong psak because he was a very respected person. And the person died. He didn't die, maybe, maybe, maybe. It wasn't because he died of heartbreak. But the shaykh had died. Uh, two days after the Leviah, Chavetz Chaim had a cholom. Chavetz Chaim was actually sitting and learning. And he fell asleep over his svarim in the Bismedrish. And the shaykh had came to him in the... Um, not the, the the it wasn't the shaykh who came to Menachalim, but a, a, a very a person that seemed to be a very choshev presence from from obviously from the next world, and asked him the following question: When you took away the person's job, what was that? When you said he couldn't be shaykhit, did you mean that as an einish? Or did you mean that as a way to give a, um, a deterrent against anybody else acting in such a way and everybody being careful? But what did you mean? Did you mean that you also wanted the person to be accepting a punishment? Or was it not a punishment to the person? It wasn't a knas. It was more a deterrent to shock everybody else. What did you mean? Of course, it was a little bit of each. But they asked the Chavetz Chaim, this presence from the, the next world, or from the real world, what did you mean? And the Chavetz Chaim, in his dream, answered that it wasn't so much a punishment, it's because he wanted to make sure that such a thing wouldn't occur again. That was it. He woke up. The next night, he was in the base of Madrash again, and of course he fell asleep over the Sefer. And this time he was visited by the Shaykhet. And the Shaykh had said, Yisrael Meir, I have tightness on you. He said, you didn't explain what it was. I had to, if you would have said it was a punishment, I wouldn't have had to suffer so much in the next world. They wanted to know what it was 
Because if you get punished in this world, it takes away from the punishment you're going to get in the next world. But you told them that it wasn't a punishment. Therefore, I am now being punished for what I did, being Michael Trefus and not being careful, and I'm suffering in a greater Gehenim. The Chavetz Chaim woke up after that. He said, "I said I don't want to take, I don't want to take the achrayas of of being a rov anymore, because when you're a rov and people come to you, and you're on a bezdin, it's not just okay to pay the money. This is what we're going to do. This could affect your whole essence. So that's a Chavetz Chaim story for you. But anyway." The Chavetz Chaim said, Mali a person will say, any time, say, Mali I might be deciding a person's not just this world, his next world. Talmud Lomer Imochem, that Hashem is with you, Bidvara Mishpat. Ein Ladayin El Masha'ein of Royois. Meaning, look, God is with you, you do the best job you can. Now, if you found out that you made a mistake, it was like a, oh boy, why didn't I do this thing right? It's in Shulchan Aruch. So then you have to pay. If it turns out that you made a mistake in something very open, the Dayan can't, and we can't find the guy who, let's say the Dayan awarded um, Shimon money from Ruvain, and we can't find Shimon. The Dayan has to pay Ruvain for the mistake. Now, now the Ramban says. So uh, what's the Ramban's point? A doctor is like a Dayan. If a Dayan finds out he makes a mistake, he has to pay. Now the Ramban asks, one second, we know that if a Dayan is a mumche, he isn't just someone that somebody picked. There, as you know, in Dine Torah, you have a right to choose a Dayan, right? <laughs> It, it, it has a it has a shorthand term. The acronym, of course, is Zab Zablo, right? Which is Ze Beirer Loi Echod. Ze Beirer Loi Echod. That's what Zablo means. So you've heard that. Go. Are we going to go Zablo? Okay, that's what it means. Now the difference in Zablo, not Zablo, is that generally Zablo, the person is just a Talmud Chacham. Maybe it's somebody who has experience. But there's another type of case where you are the Bezdin of this community. You're doing it Bershus Bezdin. Bezdin has already put their seal of approval on you. We know that if that's the case and the guy makes a mistake, again, you're not going to like hearing this, everybody, but the law is that the fact that he was a mumcha, the fact that Bezdin said he should do it, if you got the shaft with all those things lining up, we say that it's, it's obviously you're, you didn't have mazel. I know this doesn't sound very legal to you, but that's what it means. You don't have mazel, sorry. So you can't claim against the expert. If he wasn't an expert, you could claim against him if you can't find the guy who he gave the money to but if he was an expert and Bezdin put their stamp of approval on him, then you cannot take your dying to din. You cannot sue your rabbi. You cannot use, sue your dying for malpractice. Now, the Ramban has now made a parallel between dying and doctor. Okay. So the Ramban is now saying, you're right. If the, if the dying did Bishuz Bezdin, he's potter. Afkan. If you have a doctor who has who has passed, again, I don't know what Bezdin asks him. And we know the Sanhedrin, by the way, were bucky and many chokhmas and languages and everything like that. And probably had a bunch of people who were well-versed in being doctors as well. It's, it's possible. I don't know that to be true. I mean, it's a possibility. So I don't know if Bershuz Bezdin means you go, you go to the board and there are people on the board that are themselves surgeons and physicians. I don't know if that's the case here. It needs more research. But if you do pass the test and Bezdin gives you the seal of approval, then what's the din? The din is, but yerchayev midin shamayim adchis shalim so here's what I was talking about before. You might not have heard of this until now. 
normally we say, either pay or you don't pay. You go to Golus, you go to Golut for killing someone, Bishogig, or you don't. Here, there's a situation where even though you had Rishus, Minashamayim, you should go to bed, you should go to Golus. And I guess you should wait for the Kohen Gadol to die too. I don't know. This is a very interesting area of halacha that, that needs to be examined more by me and maybe by you and by others. But that's the way you have to view it. Because you found out you made a mistake. The Ramban knows that you might not know about this. And he doesn't quote a Gemara, he quotes a Tosefta. The Tosefta says, Pturim Medine Adam, Chayavim Medine Shamayim. It gives you a list of people who don't have to pay but what's hanging over them which means God still considers it against them in their ledger and one of the things in Tosefta is a rofe uman who has the Rishus of Bezdin Sharipa Rishus Bezdin Pater Medine Adam Vedino Moser L'Shamayim meaning and, and again he should know, yes, you cannot be taken to court. You cannot be sued in, 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 for malpractice in court, but you owe the people money. You owe the family money for wrongful death. Maybe you should be in Golis as well. However, if you never find out, even though God knows, don't worry about it. The same way a dying doesn't know. He goes up after Meyav Esrim, even though nobody shows up and says, hey, uh, hey, judge, you know, you're Paskin wrong in that case. Nobody can say a word to you. You did your best. Everybody makes mistakes. So therefore, the Rofe needs to know, yeah, you can do it. And even if you are the reason the person died, you'll go to Shamayim with a clear book. But... <laughs> that means the same way when you're a dying on the Sanhedrin, it's a person's life. A doctor needs to be as careful. He can't, he can't be out partying the night before. He's got an operation. He can't, you know, look, uh, Joe, I know, and Charlene, you've been in operating rooms. I was in an operating room twice before they put me under. I know that they try to, um, um, calm everyone. They try to have a relaxed atmosphere. They play music, right? <laughs> they, I heard the, I heard the first, I heard the first the beginning of the music, uh, why, right before, uh, right before the uh, anesthesia set in. So I know that they actually do uh, play music and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean that they're being cavalier. I think what they're doing is. Again, I'm Charlene and, and, and Joe and others who who know about this better can contest to it. Yeah, you 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 you're doing this with intense seriousness, but you don't want to lose. If this helps you to concentrate, it's it's very important, and and that's part of what goes on, and you need to have that. The Ramban says lo yazik That's what it means. You don't have to worry about the chashash of shkoga, even though it is real. And, and yeah, there are, if you find out about it, you got to go to your mikvot. Uh, even if you even if you had the right to be involved here through bezdin, that's the first shot of the Ramban. Up until now, we applaud you. You sound like a doctor and a Talmudist. You sound like a jurist and a Talmudist. I'm sorry, a jurist, Talmudist, and a physician at the same time. This is the Ramban you're happy to hear about. Here's the Ramban who says something a little bit different. Here we go. Inami. Shalom Yomru. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Molchets. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one who caused the, 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 the wound. V'hu and And you have the gall to think that you can cure that? Because being a doctor, being people shouldn't have to necessarily be involved with refuot. They do it, but they shouldn't. And on that, the Ramban quotes, 
גם בחליו לא דרש את השם כי אם ברופאים. Now a gold star. So this is a pasuk about a melech that Chazal say is one of the greatest of our kings that we had. Um, of, if you take a look in a chart, those of you that have a Koran Chomesh or... Asa. Oh, very right. Yeah, did you look it up or you knew that, right? You knew it, right? Asa, two, two komatzes, right? Uh, I, I, I looked it up. I didn't know it. Yeah, it's Aleph Komatz, Samach Komatz. Now, you're right. In, in English, um, it's, they call it Eza, right, in the Bible, in the, in the Christian Bible. I think it's Eza, right, um, and uh, Asa. And that is a Melech of, of he was, um, uh, of, he was Rechavam's grandson, uh, Yoshafat's uh, father. Uh, by the way, I just read uh, this week in the Jewish press that Amari Stadelmeyer, uh, the former uh, New York Nick, uh, was Megayer, and his, his Hebrew name is Yeshofot. That's his name, Yeshofot. Um, I'm not sure why he picked Yeshofot, but uh, one thing I can tell you about, uh, about his, his father, who was Osa, Chazal say he all sevens are the best. And Chazal say that the seventh king, and one of them, of course, was also, also was considered one of the best kings. If you look at the history of, of the kings of Israel, who was the king that la- who, who, who reigned the longest? <laughs> and Bayez Rishon, I know Bayez Shani, I don't know if they, they count at all, but the kings who reigned the longest in Bayez Rishon was Menashe. The Russia, the one who said Hashem will Kim at the end of his, towards the end, you know, when he did tshuva. Uh, and we know there's a machlokas whether we ever makabal his tshuva or not. Menashe was a melech for 55 years. And the number two melech, the one who, 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 who was a melech uh, second in length, was also 41 years. He was melech. And th- this pasik that the Ramban is quoting is saying that Asa did the wrong thing. And the fact that the Pasuk calls Asa out is a proof, we didn't mention this last week, that what Asa did was incorrect. Now, um, The Ramban actually uh, describes this um, a little bit more uh, in his parish on uh, in, in, in his parish in at the end of Parsh, Sefer Vayikra. The Ramban says that. When he talks about a community suffering an illness, when a whole community and everybody seems to it seems to be breaking out everywhere, like it did in Bayes Rishon, the Churban of Bayes Rishon and Bayes Sheni, everybody, even the non-Jews, say it's God is involved. Everybody knows that. And the Ramban actually says that this is a, a terrible miracle, but it is a miracle because it shows God's people have failed. And it was God who was the source of the punishment. Because you don't have such a mass, uh, terrible things happening just in one country unless it's a punishment from God. Vaklau, kibios Yisrael shleimim vehem rabim. When Klau Yisrael is unified, Teva, the way we know it, doesn't really work. It looks like Teva, but it's not. In fact, even if there's, not everyone is a tzaddik, but there's pockets full, pockets of tzaddikim, or one or two, that yochid, the rules don't apply. Because what happens? Ki Hashem 
The Ramban says the bread that they eat, the water that they drink, the air that's around them doesn't affect them. They don't get disease. They're not, not going to need any doctors. They don't need to take any of the steps that doctors usually advise. It says in Parshas B'Shalach, I am your person who heals you. That's the way tzaddikim lived when there was prophecy. Now, also lived in the time of tzaddikim. He lived in the time, and he himself, we're going to talk about him in a little bit more, but of course there were Nevi'im. One of the greatest Nevi'im of all time was there, Yishayo. I'm sorry, not Yishayo. Hananya, Oded, Ido. Plug for my grandson, right? But there was Azaryo. There were Nevi'im then. Now, Gam Kiyokram, I'm going to do this. Gam Kiyokram Avon Shayichlu. Even though sins would occur, it wasn't that they were sinless. And when sins occurred, people became ill as a byproduct of sin. Lo Yidrashu Berofim. They didn't go to Rofim when that happened. What did they do? And now you know the title of today's class, which is the Navi will see you now. Rak Binivim. They would go to Nevi'im. And now, Jack, Ke'inyin Chizkiyo. That's what Chizkiyo did when Chizkiyo had his illness. And I said it was Shin, right? It was some sort of infection. Uh, because the Pusik says, as we're going to see, that they put uh, they put uh, a, a dried fig onto his onto his onto his onto his infection his boils. They put figs on there, and we'll, and we'll see that was actually counterintuitive. So that's Chizkiyo was the right guy. Chizkiyo, a Navi came to Chizkiyo. Vamarakosuv. Again, that's the Pasuk by Osa. Gam Bechelyo, even when he was sick, Leidorash es Hashem, Ki Berofim. So now, the Ramban, again, remember, in Torah Sabayas, he sort of alludes to this. He doesn't say much about it. Here in his parish on Chumash that he wrote at the end of his life, his, his ultimate work, I think, that he wrote, here he says, he explains this. And he says... No, there's a way to live that you do not, especially at the time of the Nevi'im, you didn't need a doctor, you didn't go to a doctor. Now, he says, maybe you're going to say they had doctors, plus they believed in God. They did both. Now, what does the Ramban mean here? What the Ramban means here, and we're going to see in a minute, that there's a more moderate position. The more moderate position is, look, I believe in God, but when you get sick, you go to a doctor. God is the one who's in charge of all those rules that the doctor knows. The doctor is an agent of God. Of course, if God wants you to die, you'll die no matter what the doctor orders. But does it mean not to go? Isn't there, isn't, don't we do both? Of course we know God is in charge and, and God can do anything. But there is a normal way of doing things, and you go to doctors as well. So maybe the problem with Osa was he forgot about God altogether. Maybe that was the problem with Osa. It's not that Osa went, used, decided to ask the royal physician to come in to cure his. Uh, now, the Gemara says what he had. I'll tell you in a minute what it was in a second. It wasn't that he asked the royal physician to come in and cure him. It was that he he didn't even register to David. So the Ramban says that's not the pshat. Why mention this part of the Pasik? Kiberofim. Just say, Lo Darash Hashem. 
if going to doctors in the time that we had Sadiqim and the Vim and a Beis Hamikdash and the Shechina, if doctors, which was the Ramban's job, right, was something that people did, it was something that was normal, it was something that it was expected to do, then the Taina on Osa is that he forgot about God. Not that he called in his physicians. Anybody should call in a physician. Calling in a physician is normal. That's the balance. No, the Ramban says. The fact that the Torah, the fact that the Navi mentions Rofim, that's what the Navi mentions. It's not just because, hey, you forgot about God. Avalhu. It's similar if you would say, the Ramban gives you a marshal. Let's say you say about a person how he doesn't keep Pesach. So you say, you know that Shmendrik? Not only did he not eat matzah, the guy ate chametz. Now, what does that mean? That means that that's the Ramban's parallel. He did not search out God. He went to a doctor too. Can you believe that? Adoresh Hashem Benavi. You use your Navi. Neviim are around. Lo Yidrash Barofim. You don't go to doctors. Uma Chelek Lerofim. What does a doctor even have to do? Now the Ramban could have stopped right here. But the Ramban kept on writing. So let's see what he says. Ma Chelek Lerofim Babayis Osei Ritzon Hashem. What are doctors doing in a house of people that are committed to fulfilling the word of God? If that's the way you are operating, that this house is a house where the prime directive is fulfill the word of God, and it's all about God and punishment, and and we know we sometimes fail, and we do sins, and we get punished for it, but this is a house all about God. A doctor? Achare shiftiach. God says in Parshas Mishpatim, if you follow me, if you serve me, you serve me, you ain't going to get sick. Because the Ramban says in Parshas Mishpatim, where does illness come from? Illness comes from food that you put in your system. God will make sure that all of that food is the healthiest food you can have. And you don't have to worry about any sort of uh, uh, pathogens or anything in the air. God is going to make sure none of that is around. He says, what is the doctor about? They're telling you what to eat, to drink, what to stay away from. And therefore, the Ramban at this point is saying that on, on the ultimate level, the way it's going to be in the future, and where is this Ramban? This is Ramban talking about what it's going to be like if you're Mashiach, or the period right before you Mashiach. This is the beginning of Parshas Bechukosai, before all the Tokacha came in, before all the negative stuff came in. In Bechukosai Teilechu, V'yizbarachu, V'nasati Mishkani B'Sochachem, V'losagal Nafshi Eschem. Those psukim, that, that's the future, he says that's going to be a future which 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 we're not going to need doctors at all because even in today's time, the way God set up the system, there were individuals who never needed it. That's the beginning. That's Parshas Mishpatim. Now he says he brings a proof of someone who lived way past the time of the Torah and never needed a doctor. Who was that? The Kach Amru. Now, got to give you a little background. This is a Gemara in Horios, as well as a Gemara in Brochos. Um, there was a discussion about who would be the Rosh Hashiva in Pumpadisa. Uh, Rabba or Rabbi Yosef. Now, each one of these men had incredible powers and skills beyond what you would think uh, is is normal. Uh, 
Rabbah was called Oker Horim. He was able, with his mind, to penetrate a mountain. Oker doesn't mean he necessarily lifted up the mountain with his brain. Oker, in this sense, means more like no care, Rashi says. He was able to penetrate, even though it was a mountain full of ideas, he could get to the essence of the point and, 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 and which, which in a way does uplift the mountain. Because the mountain is, is not just all these, it's not all these statistics. It's the essence of the idea that he was able to connect and compare. That was Rabbah. Rabbi Yosef was called Sinai. Because just like we have this tradition, everything came from Sinai. Rabbi Yosef had the great memory and the organizational skill to put everything in line. It's one of the great, Sheila knows, I talk about this a lot in my fundamentals class. Kathy remembers too that we talked about the incredible tragedy of Rabbi Yosef losing his memory. <laughs> Rabbi Yosef, whose whole power was memory and organization, there are so many, you know, Shas is replete with the evidence of, by the end of his life, he didn't have that incredible memory. But before he started to lose his memory, the Rabbanim and Eretz Yisrael were called in to decide who should be the Rosh Hashiv in Pumadisa. The photographic memory or the brilliant conceptual thinker, the photographic organized me- So the Gemara said it should be Rabbi Yosef. Because I call Tzrichim Amari Dechiti, V'nei you look, things weren't written down at that time. The Rambam is probably wrong about that. There wasn't a bunch of Torah Shabal Peh, Mishnayis, and Brises written down. That happened much later. They needed someone with a memory who would be able to recall at a shot, like a savant, be able to give everything that was necessary. But Rabbi Yosef had his reasons for not accepting. And part of it, the Ramban believed, was the fact that he was a tzaddik. And he didn't want the role. It was handed to him on a silver platter. He didn't take it. So he showed a level of kedush of tzidkus, of vatronus, they asked Rav Chaim Kanievsky a couple of years ago, how can we be Zoha Leyom Adin? What should we do? Give me something. right before Rosh Hashanah. What should we do to be better? He said, work on being Mavatir. Work on giving up something which even though you're entitled to. That's the biggest chus you can have. Rabbi Yosef gave up the chus of being the Rosh Hashiva, of the greatest yeshiva. And there's nothing like, believe me, the Hanah, look, we're on Zoom and you're muted, but there's nothing like the of having students and having people engaged and involved and listening and, and creative and inventive. He passed that on to his friend Rabba. So the Gemara says, now you've got the background. So the Gemara now says that for 22 years that Rabba was the Rosh Hashiva before him, Rabbi Yosef never had to have a woman come to him. Now, I mentioned what this was last week, you might remember. The woman we're talking about was a blood letter, right? It was normal every month to have somebody come and 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 and, and cut holes in your in your body, and work on your humors, and you know, and and sense I guess where your sense of humors were, right, Pop? So the point is, is that yeah, this this blood is here, this blood's there. Let's let's, Rabio, twenty two years, I never needed anything. Right? And, and the Ramban quotes another Medrash that proves this. So this is Rabbi Yosef, not somebody that lived in the time of, of the Nevi'im. You can also be that guy. Rabbi Yosef was Zoha to be that person. Now, now, it seems like afterwards he lost that health issue. But for, right? Before, for 22 years, he did not need any sort of medical attention. Now, that doesn't mean, now, according to the Ramban, that would mean that if he became ill, he just called out to God, and God told him what he had to do. Um, he brings another medrash that says, Tara de lo pasiach If your gate, your door to your house, is not open to do mitzvahs, you know what it's open for? Call in the doctor. Pasiach la'asya. That means doctor's going to make visits in that house. And he says, that's what Chazal mean in Brochot. We mentioned this last week. She'ein darkon shel b'nei odem b'refuah, se'o shenoagu. 
Now you remember Abaya was against that, remember? Abaya in the Gemara and Brachos was against that statement. He said, don't say that. But the Ramban says, yeah, but Rav Acha said it was true. We don't really need to have refuos. People, that doesn't mean no one ever gets sick. You get sick. According to what the sin was demanded upon you. People did get sick, and the sickness that they had you could probably tell, was almost midah and midah, you would get sick based on what you sinned in, and you would, in the, 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 the extent of the illness, the severity of the illness, was according to the severity of the Avera that brought the illness on. And, and the will of God, meaning you have to get a Navi to figure it out, probably, right? Um, and again, not every Navi... Now, let me explain something. There, we say there's 48 Navi'im. That doesn't mean there weren't any other Navi'im. Those are the Navi'im that that were given words that should be eternal, that should be, uh, that should be kept in a safer that we needed to have forever. But there were people of Ruach HaKodesh and Navua throughout Bayez Rishon, and maybe even the beginning of Bayashani. And many of them, I'm not saying that they were doctors, but they acted like doctors if you could if you had disclosed to see them, and they would be able to know what you did wrong and what you need to do to cure what's wrong with you. So, what happened? What changed? The Ramban says. We got into Rafuos. Why did we get into refuos? Maybe because of sort of a globalization. Maybe because at the time of Shlomo, we became a world power and ideas started to spread. Who knows? Maybe refuos themselves developed more. We saw last week in the Rambam that there were books of refuos that were spreading. So because of that, people stopped this attitude. Maybe they couldn't get an appointment with the Navi. I don't know. But Lamaisa people decided, the Ramban says, to move away from that. Vahashem hinicham lemikre hativian. And God decided to just let it be the way it was. Okay, you know what? I gave Klau Yisrael something that no other nation had. That's in Parshas Mishpatim, and again in Parshas Bechukosai. Health on an individual or a mass level that will have nothing to do, which is it's going to be completely measured by your Averos and your mitzvos, and the Nevi'im are going to be the facilitators for that. But we rejected that. And when we rejected it, now we are sort of just like everybody else. That is what Chazal mean when they say, Rapo Yirape, Mikan Shenosna Rishus, Lerofe Lerafos. Now, Lo Amru Shenosna Rishus, Lechora Lehisrapos. Are you people registering this? It's not saying that the Chola could go to the doctor. Because we, Rishmo, even though he was way after the Chorbim, after we've already given up the way things were. Even Rabbi Shmuel did not want to say, this is your right to go to the doctor. Because Rabbi Shmuel knew, the Ramban says, that our PMS, we shouldn't even need it. We, Klau Yisrael, don't need this. But we rejected that, that option. Again, let me, again, it's not me talking here, okay? <laughs> this is the Ramban talking, okay? I'm just trying to, to tell you, I'm trying to be faithful to the Ramban here, so realize what I'm saying here, okay? Uh, so the Ramban is saying, that's why Rabbi Shmuel said, it didn't say, you have rapo yirape, from here you see, you can go to a doctor. This just means, no. This means the doctor can do it. Kiven shechola hachola. 
since the guy is ill. And of course, the case in the Torah is not the case of what the Ramban and Rabbi Shmuel were referring to. The case in the Torah, as we're going to see in a minute, is about uh, about uh, Clay, you know, putting Liston in the hospital. There, of course, we're not talking about God did it and God is going to provide the refuah. But but it's from the double term. Remember, that's what I talked about last week. It's from the double language, from the from the rapoi rape, from from the doubling of the language. That is where we get this idea beyond what the pasuk was talking about. In general, when people are ill, the Ramban says, "Doctor, you can get involved." Why? Kinog berefuos, because we've given it up. The doctor shouldn't say, well, you know what? Uh, I know what the Torah wants. The Torah doesn't want me to be involved. No, no. Doctors, you've got, a, you've got a living now. Doctors can now make a living because people have given up the idea of, in other words, up until this time, I guess doctors were called in for non-Jews and were called in when you got beaten up. <laughs> in other words, where you didn't catch something where you didn't get ill from God, where somebody attacked you. Then doctors came in and set bones and did stuff like that. But where the illness, and again, I know everybody that every illness we can find the cause for. It's not all mysterious. Even the most mysterious illness, we now know the, the size of the, of, of the bacteria or the virus, whatever it is. But those were the ones that they thought were from God. Okay. They didn't see the direct cause. We now know we can trace the, the direct cause. But in those days when the causes were considered from God, the doctors, if you were doing things according to the right standard, you didn't call a doctor in. You called a doctor in when it was something clearly somebody attacked someone, someone hit someone. That's where you called a doctor in. But the Kiddush of the Torah is, according to the Ramban, that even though you, the situation is not a lekatchila, but now that they've started it, you can now be a rofe. Hashem. The guy coming to you is no longer from the adas Hashem. Shechelkam b'chayim. Their chelik is in real life. They have this relationship with God. And now I say this. Now one minute. Even though we know. Uh, you know, Rav Yoshev is one of my great heroes, and you know that he was under constant medical care. Of course, his chelukah was b'chayim. The Ramban does, and again, even though he quoted Rav Yosef, I don't believe the Ramban felt that it was easy to get back into that pre-level that was there at the time of Bias Rishon. But he's talking about Rav Yishmol's drasha is true even during the time of Bias Rishon, that if there's someone who has rejected the Torah's option, God's option, you can be his doctor for him, even if he wasn't in a bar fight. Okay, now the Ramban sounds like he did in Torah's Habayas. You don't have to worry about that you might kill him, which is what he said in Torah's Habayas originally. That's also something he says in Torah Sabayas. Make sure that you're really an expert, that you're not doing this unless you've got the real, that you are a perfect person in doing this job. And don't say, I don't want to be involved because God is the ultimate curer and healer. Why? Because Claudius already changed. Of course, if they were fighting, so Clay has to pay listen. Why? We're not going to say, well, uh, he could get better with God. No, no. <laughs> You've already been fighting. Again, you could live miraculously, but you don't. And therefore, you got to pay the amount that the doctor is owed. In other words, Clay can't say, well, God will cure you. I'm not paying for this doctor. No. The Torah is not being so machalanes. 
uh, list, uh, Clay has to pay Liston and his family. Just like it says, Kilo Yechel Evion, Mikarabaritz. There's going to be poor people. Avil Britsos Hashem Darke Aish. Look, the Ramban could have stopped 15 minutes ago. He, he, he is stressing this. Birtzos Hashem Darkeish. When God really loves what someone is doing, Ain Lo Asik Barofim. Adkat. Now, again, that is the Ramban in uh, the end of Bechukosai. We, the Ramban hinted to that in Torah Abayas. But he really gives you the full, his full view here. An incredible juggling act. I want to show you the Torah Tzmimah of Baruch Epstein, what he wrote about this Ramban. He mentions our Maritzchias from last week, by the way, uh, about the Maritzchias wondering why the Rambam doesn't mention Rapo Yerape. Um, um, he has his own answer, which you, which is a little bit different than what I said last week. But but then he says, look at the Ramban about Rafua. He says, Nira lo It looks like the Ramban did not see that Rambam in the Parsha Mishnayis. Uh, that's the one I told you about about that. It's from the Vahashevosalo. Uh, he didn't see that. He did not see that Rambam. The mitzvah, the chova l'rofe l'rafos, the klulahi b'mitzvah saseh v'ashevosalo. Epstein is wrong. The Ramban didn't see, he's wrong and he's right. The Ramban did not see the Parsha Mishnah of the Rambam, that is true. But he was very aware of that Pasuk and he uses it. In fact, I'll show you that he does use ashevosalo and he does say it's a mitzvah and it's pikuach nefesh for a doctor. The Ramban does say that, and he quotes the same Pasuk. I'll show you in a minute. But Epstein did not see the Torah Sabayas. He says, Lule Ro'am, had, had, had the Ramban seen this, and he did, he wouldn't, it's impossible that he wouldn't have brought them. Well, he did, but he brought it in a different book. I don't like what he writes there. And neither do a lot of you. <laughs> I haven't found any Rishon who says like the Ramban in this way. He's an outlier. The, 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 even Rabbeinu Bachya, the Rashba, who was his student, the Eben Ezra, who he's sort of based on, does not say it as extreme as the Ramban. He says, he says, I don't want to be myrach in it, but he says the Ramban is an outlier in this area. Just to prove to you what I was saying, the Gemara, the Ramban was very aware of it. Mitzvah the Ramule of it. It's a mitzvah. For you to heal someone, even someone who, like last week, he, he, it's usher, he's usher for you to give him any ano. You should be the one who heals him because maybe you're the doctor that can. Look at this. Hashavas Aveda de Gufohi. This is called Hashavas Aveda de Gufo. Hashavosolo. Miu dafka bibaki, You have to be an expert. And you've got to be the best there is. She'en sham godomimeno. I don't know if this can work with socialized medicine or with Obamacare or whatever, with insurance. You can't make such a cheshman anymore. But in those days, you could say, yeah, I will get involved. There's nobody better than me. Of course you shouldn't be doing it. And if there's yesh gadol mimenu, Joe, I don't know if you're still here. If there's, I'm sure, I think you're the best periodontist there is. I don't know if you're still here, Joe, but anyway. I've had some. You think so? Yeah, I know you. I know, and I think you are. If there's someone better than you, you got to give it to somebody else. He says it's the same thing with Dinam and Iroz, Shabbat If you're a Dayan, 
and there's a better dying than you in this psak? What are you doing here? Take somebody who knows halacha better than you. And if you get involved, the Ramban says in Teresa Adam, if you get involved, then you're like a cooler. And that's what the that's what the Gemara means in Kedushan when it says Tov Shabaro from Legahanim. <laughs> because yeah, why did you do it? You should have you should have you should have let a better doctor do it. If there was someone else who had a better chance of, of, of saving his life. And therefore, as we say, Bezdin, of course, is only going to allow someone who is a bucky. Then he gets into taking money for Rafua. Which is really not 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 our issue, but as you see, the Ramban is really operating on two levels here, and there are some that say the Ramban only meant it during the period of Navua. Rabbi Bleich, who wrote an article in, it was published, uh, the, the responsibility of 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 a doctor to heal, um, says clearly that it's only at the time of the Nevi'im. This is no longer the case. Um, and this is only an ideal which we have passed. But I think it's still worthwhile to contemplate what this means when we talk about what could be and what maybe we're, we're hoping for when we daven in Rosh Hashanah for that period of Mashiach. That's what we're looking at, according to the Ramban. That's that period of, of it's, you know, again, whatever Averis there are, everything will be measured in a way that we're going to know exactly what God has in mind, what God has in store. Um, and, and the way when, once again, uh, prophecy appears, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to, you know, take a number because, you know, we're waiting for the Navi to see us and we're going to see is going to be something again, will there, will there, will there still be machlas? Maybe, right? There'll be das, but I would assume people are going to die and still going to get sick, but maybe in a different way, in a ways that they're going to be able to. Not, not have that, that fear and realize how God is so connected to them and not be so scared about, about what that illness portends. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.